Podcast. Honing in on them specifically, then we can start healing. Then we can start acknowledging, seeing that wound, seeing that time that we were, you know, stabbed in the back by a friend, seeing that time that we were hung for being a witch, seeing that time that we were we were drowned for our sexual expression. Release the wounds, the stories the beliefs, the thoughts, the emotions around these complexes so they can heal you in this moment, they can heal your ancestral line, and then you can be the breaker of chains. Welcome to the Cosmic Love Antenna Podcast. This podcast is meant to encourage you to connect within so you can share your light with the world. And now, here's your host, Harrison Ma. Harrison Ma. Harrison Ma. Welcome, beautiful beings to another episode of the Cosmic Love Antenna. I am your host, Harrison, here as always with you for another solo so solo podcast where I dive into a important topic that I feel is going to help you pull back the layers, restricting health, alignment, and love so you can shine that beautiful, loving light and heart and expression that you are into the world, into the cosmos, into the universe. Today's episode is going to be focused in on ancestral healing, becoming the breaker of chains. And I'm excited to go into this with you today. This is a topic that I've spoken about and alluded to before on other episodes, whether it's solo episodes, whether it's with guests. And today is part one of this series I'm going to do here on what it is specifically, what we can understand around it, how we can break it down, and how we can use tools and ways of healing ourselves and our relationships with other people so we can become that said breaker of chains. But before I get into that, as always here on the show, remember that I'm grateful and I'm so appreciative of all of you for tuning in. I was doing a meditation this morning and I was feeling into it. I was feeling into the show and what it allows me to do week to week. And I'm just, I'm really grateful for you for listening, for tuning into my voice and getting value out of these episodes, as I know a lot of you have been. So first of all, gratitude. If you are a regular listener or you're a new time listener to this show, remember ways that you can support this expansion of the beautiful Cosmic Love Antenna is in a couple of ways. One is sharing this episode out with friends, family members, lovers in your life that you know this can support and help you can leave reviews on apple and spotify this all helps me build the show and helps me get this love to more hearts that might be needing to remember it i recently launched about a month ago a cosmic love antenna facebook group so if you're looking for more coaching more resources more tribe definitely go over to that there and join the cosmic love antenna facebook group and Head over if you or head over to my website, but definitely check out in the show notes of this episode the link to my website to join my newsletter as well. And on that newsletter, you can see updates with these episodes every week, as well as other special announcements. All right. So with that, I'm going to give a quick little overview of what I'm going to be talking about here today with the episode ancestral healing. I'm going to do this in two parts. So this first part here is going to be an understanding and a foundation. Remember that the first part of healing is acceptance and awareness. So that is really what this episode is going to feel. It's going to fill some understandings around what ancestral healing is. I'm going to break down again why it's important. 
right? What are the role of emotions and thoughts, types of traumas and complexes we can face, how your body keeps score, your different spiritual energy bodies and how this plays a role and so much more. So really, as I go into this episode today, don't just listen with your beautiful mind. If you've heard me speak to this before, you know that you are not just a thinking being, you are a thinking, feeling, sensing, and intuiting being as well. So as I go deeper into ancestral healing today, remember that, and I alluded to this, I'm going to break it down more here today, but your body keeps score of this kind of ancestral healing. So as you're listening to my words, you might actually have a release. You might actually have a deeper state of awareness. You might actually bring something that is unconscious to conscious awareness. And that is beautiful. That is healing in itself. So create the container, whether you're driving, whether you're you know cleaning the house, multitasking, whatever you're doing when you listen to this episode, do it with intention and mindfulness. Because that in itself, just to be very clear, can help you be the breaker of chains. Uh, that can help you get to that point where you realize, oh, this is the step that I need to take. How many of you listening to this episode, especially within this topic, have asked the question, okay, I understand this, but what do I do? What is the step? And I'm telling you today that that step could be as simple as listening to this episode, noticing how you feel when you do, and acknowledging that. All right, so I want to get into it. Finally, just before I do, I want to share a beautiful review here from you, the audience, you, the beautiful podcast community that I love very much. Again, remember these reviews help me build the show, help you expand your influence here on this beautiful podcast platform. And when you leave reviews, I can read them out and share the love. This is from the beautiful, beautiful Isabeau Maxwell, an upcoming guest on the show. And Isabeau shares a deep connection with who we are. This is one of those podcasts that reminds you who you really are at the deepest and most powerful of love levels. As an intuitive, I resonate powerfully with the information from this show and Harrison. It's a wonderful spiritual connection. Thank you, Isabel, my friend. And I could not agree more. That is the intent. <laughs> you nailed it. So happy that is coming across. All right, beautiful beings. <clears throat> Let's get in to the main body here of the show and let's become together the beautiful ancestral healer and the breaker of chains. All right, so where I'm going to start this breakdown of ancestral healing is quickly just summarizing what I said at the start of you know using the tool today in this as you're listening to this episode of, of acceptance and awareness. Right, so keep coming back to those two words as you're learning about ancestral healing. If you followed me for a little bit, some of these things you would have heard before, some of these things are new to you, but keep coming back to acceptance and awareness. Just allow these things to move through you and, and notice how the body responds. The reason for this is a couple of reasons I'm going to go into today, but the first one I'm going to start with is you are a powerful spiritual being having a human experience. And if you've come to this understanding and realization, you 
understand and realize that you are not just your physical form, right? You are a physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual dynamic of elements. <laughs> and one way that we can break this down is one way that we can communicate across these different parts of us is something similar to the chakra centers. If you've heard me speak about these before. What I'm going to get into now is your energy bodies. So these are slightly different to your chakra centers. We are made of different energy bodies based off the philosophy and the teaching that you look at. There might be a different number in the system that I follow. There are 12, right? Some of these that you might be familiar with are your physical energy body, your mental energy body, your emotional energy body, your spirit or your soul energy body. But the one that is, those are relevant to what we're talking about today, and I'm going to, I'll come back to them periodically. But the ones that are very sort of aligned with this ancestral healing today is, and being the breaker of chains down your ancestral line or your past lifeline, are two energy bodies called your, your DNA energy body and your genetic energy body. And these, just put very simply, they govern your field that that connects you to your ancestral line and your past life incarnations. The reason this is important to understand is this is now the space and place that we can connect into to start asking questions, to start diving deeper. Even if you are new to energy bodies, subtle energy bodies, and you don't know what they are, this is the first time you're hearing them, purely setting the intention of connecting to the energy body that's connected to your DNA or your genetics, this is going to narrow the scope in which you are now opening yourself to. Right. So for example, if I go into meditation and I'm looking to connect to my ancestral line, I can connect to that genetic energy body. Right. Or if I'm looking to connect to my past lives, I can connect to that DNA energy body. And this is what's going to help me become aware of any pains, any traumas, any wounds, any thoughtful, any thought patterns, limiting beliefs, all the things we're going to get into today that are holding within your field, needing your attention, projecting into the outside world, causing disconnection, causing relationship challenges, causing health problems, causing money challenges, et cetera, that you can now become the breaker of chains of. So this is a really powerful place to begin. And the reason, another reason on top of this, this can take us a little bit deeper here now, is it is these energy bodies that can define and reason and give us an understanding around why we, are, we get triggered. Okay, so let me break this down because the word triggered is, it's used a lot in the collective at the moment for many good reasons, for many maybe misunderstood reasons. And I, no judgment there, I fall into that trap from time to time. But what is a trigger? A trigger, I'm going to make a, give a very simple example. I walk into a room, let's say my dad is angry or sad or he's moving through some kind of emotion and that triggers me, right? I'm reacting to his state of being, his state of consciousness. And I would ask you, is that person that is in that state that's triggering you, are they giving you that state of being or are they 
resonating and reflecting something that is inside of you that is now getting your attention via the outside world. Right? That is a trigger. The responding, the resonating with something inside of you, and it's reflecting through another person, person, place, or thing. How this connects to ancestral healing, how this connects to these energy fields, energy, these subtle energy bodies, is that in each of our energy bodies, this is where these triggers can hold space. They can hold form in a sort of fractured kind of way to get our attention. Okay, so let's give a very specific example within the ancestral line here. Let's say that in my father line, and I'm, this is a very real example, my beautiful grandfather holds a limiting belief around money. My, my beautiful grandfather grew up in the age of the depression and times in which spending money was very dangerous to your life and well-being. So at that point in time, stories and potential trauma was created around money and beliefs. And let's say that my grandfather did not heal and come to terms with those beliefs, then those beliefs, those traumas, those pains and challenges are in his field still. They are fractured from his wholeness, from his soul, from his whole being, but they don't disappear, right? they don't just go away. They stay waiting in the energetic form, in the energetic field, in these energy bodies, in this case within the the in the genetic body, in the in the ancestral line, in the in the father line, waiting to be brought back into oneness, into whole, into your heart. And how it gets your attention is through triggers, right? Is through you moving into a space. So me walking into a room with my grandfather and me being triggered, me having that energy field, right? My grandfather being who he is with that belief system, right? No judgment here, but him having that belief system. And then that belief system triggering me and the thing that's in my ancestral line to get my attention. So I hope that resonates. I hope that I hope you can understand and follow that series of events here. So this is why, this is how we're connecting these things here together through these energy bodies, through the awareness around these things that are passed on, and this connection to our field. The important step here to now take around these triggers, around these things that are passed on, and I'm going to break down more types of things that are passed on in a bit here but i i'm going to add in at this point in time because it this is such an important mindset to shift into around this kind of work around ancestral healing is that it's not happening against you right it's not happening to remind you of a victim that you are it is not happening to punish you the reason that these fractures occur these triggers occur these ancestral healing opportunities occur is so for you to heal is for you to become more for you to grow for you to learn right? think about how many of these ancestral learnings are in your line they're not there stacking up to again remind you of something horrible at the moment in time that they activate yes there might be a lot of emotion and deep awareness coming through you but Ultimately, what they're there for is to help you expand and grow and come back to your wholeness. 
this is where now we can sort of factor in not just our ancestral line, but two two sort of categories here: your past lives and your karma. Okay, so we don't just pass on ancestrally through our our mother line and our father line. These all these these lessons, these thought forms, these emotions, these wounds, these traumas, these pains, they're also passed on through our past lives. Right. And just to make this link for people sticking with me here, in my experience, my perspective, and in my understanding, we often have past lives in the same ancestral line. Not all of them, of course, but a lot of our past lives happen in the same mother line and father line. Right? So, for example, I could be Harrison now with my same mother line and father line, but then I, my soul could have incarnated 200, 300, 400 years ago in the same as my great-great-great-grandfather or my great-great-great-grandmother. So just to put that link here for people, again, it's not always the same. Sometimes we incarnate on the on a totally different side of the galaxy, <laughs> the universe. But in my experience, there is a connection to the soul group. But going back to what is being passed on here, all of these lessons, all of these choices, these wounds that have been created, you could connect this to karma, right? Connect this to, and karma is not good or bad. It's just in balance or not in balance, in separation or in love, right? We make a choice. So if that choice is from fear and separation, that is when karma is created. If that choice is from love and unity, then karma is resolved. So it's karma is either unresolved or resolved. If it's unresolved, it's in a place of pain, separation, fracture. It's in it's in it's in fear. It's in stuck in suffering. If it's resolved, karma, it's come back into love. It's come back into unity. It's come back into that wholeness in that heart and that soul center, right? So in the example I gave before, of the subtle energy bodies of the limiting belief, the story, the trauma, the pain, the emotions around my father, uh, grandfather in the depression, that story that trauma that pain is unresolved calm right that's waiting to be brought to be brought back into resolution i.e back into the soul back into the heart back into the center through choices through actions that we make i can help that that karma in my lifetime through my ancestral line or through this or this life incarnation that i'm having but this is important to understand if we if these if these pains, if these traumas, if these ancestral chains are not healed, there is no judgment here. This is very important to understand. There is no judgment. You deserve to be the breaker of chains of them and heal them, resolve the karma, learn the lesson, stop being triggered. But if you do not, that is why we have the ancestral line. That is why we have different incarnations. It's just, it continues. You get to have another experience. So I just say that because some of times, some of us, myself included, can feel like there's someone on a cloud above us keeping score and we're being bad or good. And that is not my experience. That is what those, That is what the next life is for. That is what the ancestral line is for. You deserve to be the breaker of chains, but never feel like you have to be the superhero that needs to do all the things. And if you're not doing all the things, you're not worthy. So I'll land it there a little bit. <laughs> I'll come back down, but that's a bit of a connection here between 
past lives, karma, and this idea that these ancestral chains that we deserve to heal, they are there to help us experience and expand and to come back into love. So let me now go and just a quick check-in with you. Remember acceptance and awareness as you're listening to these words. Are you listening, feeling your body as I say these things? What's coming up for you? Are you having deeper awarenesses and reflection? Is your body speaking? Because this is now where I want to go into next here. And it is the topic of the body keeps score and the physical representation of these ancestral wounds and the chains that we deserve to break. All right. So when I say the body keeps score in terms of this ancestral healing conversation that we're having today, I'm referring to a couple things here. And just for people that are new to this phrase, as always, I highly encourage the powerful book of the same name, The Body Keeps Score by Mr. Bezel van der Kolk. Talks a lot about just trauma and the emotional side, the mental side, the connection to the expression in the body. And put simply, if we are not resolving something across our mental or emotional or in the chat that we've been having thus far, your spiritual, soulful body, there's fractures are there, right, that we've been talking about in our energetic field, then it will show up as a representation in our physical body, in our physical subtle energy body and our physical form. Because our physical form is the most dense of all of what we are, the multidimensional being that we are, our body truly tells the story of our lives. And often cases it also tells the body in this topic today of our ancestral line and our past lives so what we can start to do now is we can start looking at our physical challenges our physical ailment our physical dis-ease as jumping off points to go into this ancestral healing right where is that thyroid challenge that inability to express your beautiful truth not just yours where is that gut inflammation, that anger related to that gut challenge or that irritable bowel, that IBS? Where is that not just yours? Where is that sexual dysfunction, PCOS, you know, sexual genital womb challenge, physical challenge, not just yours? Where is that guilt and that shame that you're holding in that sexual sensual creative center, not just yours? So what we can do now, we can use the physical body as a jumping off point. And let me be very clear. Within this ancestral healing conversation, it can, it can feel, it can get to the point, like I said moments ago, that there are so many things that pop up through our ancestral line. But I want to make this clear and precise for you. The only thing you ever need to do is the step that's right in front of you, the one step that's appearing. So for you right now, in your physical challenge, you might not be up to the ancestral perspective right you might not be ready to see that yet and that's okay but be open to the fact that you that you might be ready for this and that might be the step that's needed i'm going to talk about this in a second here the different layers of all of this 
But just as you're diving deeper into the physical manifestation of these challenges, move with grace, move with love, move with ease, and remind yourself that, again, the only step you need to take is the one that's right in front of you. So ask yourself the question, is this mine? Is this connected to my ancestral line, potentially past lives? And be open to the answer and take the step. Which leads me here to the next topic that I want to explain around this. It's the onion layer, the onion healing journey that is that shows up through ancestral healing and this idea of trauma complexes. But let me break down the onion layer first. What I refer to when I speak about the onion healing uh, image is that this is our healing journey. Our healing journey is not linear. Not only is it not linear, it is an onion. And like an onion, when you heal and move through a lesson, an experience, maybe it's not connected to past lives or ancestral uh, links through your mother line or father line. When you heal that layer, you pull it back, you're not done, you're not moving in a line, you're going deeper into the onion and there's another layer to be seen. So this is how you, I would recommend, you approach ancestral healing and realize that as you go deeper into this journey, more layers will appear. And this is not to, to make you overwhelmed. This is not to say that, oh, it's never ending because there is no destination. There is no space and place you're going to get to and be like, I'm done. The, the bliss, the love, the joy, the, the experiences, the being human is here in this present moment, only ever in this present moment. And if we can get lost in the journey, both in the doing of the journey and the non-doing, that is, that is why you're here. That is what you're here to do. That. So what I'm saying here in relation to ancestral healing and the onion layer is move through these layers, pull them back, but don't get stuck in, I'll be, I'll be healthy, I'll be healed when. See this as exciting. See this as why you are a spiritual being, having a human experience. You're here to have these beautiful lessons, these pains to move through, to, be, to teach you, to help you expand and celebrate and be grateful. That's right? so a very practical way here. I know I'm going to sort of go into this in the next part, but I'll just add this here. Something you can learn to do as you lean into the onion layer and this ancestral healing is celebrate. And be grateful for every layer, every lesson, every pain that you integrate. Go back to that image of bringing the, the fractures of the soul and the energy bodies back into wholeness. Every time you do that, celebrate. That is you healing. That is you enjoying the journey. Because not only are we, does this onion image and these onion layers apply to this ancestral healing through the traumas and the pains, I also want to throw in this idea of a trauma complex. Okay. And this is, I share this because I know many of you listening and I've fallen into this from time to time myself is we can, we can feel that we're doing the same thing over and over and over again. Meaning that let's say that you're moving through a wound of anger, an ancestral wound of anger from down your father line. And you dealt with anger last year and then it comes back again this year, seemingly in the same way, same type. And yes, there could be a question here to be said, maybe you didn't actually heal it. Maybe you didn't do the thing correctly. 
but in most instances, what I've found is that it's not, it's less of that and more of you've gone into the complex of the trauma. And what I mean by this, when I say trauma complex is when, when a trauma is created, when that fracture occurs from the soul, right? When we make that unresolved karma, when we, when my, going back to the example I gave before of my grandfather in the depression, creating the limiting beliefs, thought forms around money, that experience wasn't just one thing. It wasn't just, we think of my grandfather, right? It wasn't just him creating a belief of scarcity around money. It was most likely that and some emotion was created, maybe some fear, maybe some sadness, maybe some anger, maybe some guilt, maybe some shame. Maybe there was multiple stories, not just scarcity, but also that if I spend money, I'm going to die. If I lose money, my family's not safe, right? So the point here is that these ancestral wounds aren't just one thing in most cases. <laughs> They're a complex of things that they may have a similar resonance, which can bring you back to this feeling of, oh, it's the same thing. But I would ask you the question, is it the same thing? Or are you at a, another deeper layer of the onion and a deeper aspect of the same trauma complex? So ask yourself this question, honestly. I think you find most of the time, not only did you do the healing originally, but now you've just deeper. You're deeper into the onion and you're deeper into the complex itself. So that is very important to understand. <laughs> and for me, it really releases tension. It releases expectation. It releases you know, unworthiness. It helps you remember that, oh, this is, I am doing the work. And this is more complicated than I realized. However, again, going back to what I said before, still, the only step I need to take is the one in front of me. So release judgment, release guilt or shame about doing the right thing or the wrong thing, and tune back into the step that's needed. And that step that might be needed is to remove the pressure on yourself of whether you've done it wrong or right. Because that in itself blocks the deeper answer that is needed to be seen. All right. So let's keep flowing here. A couple more things I want to hit on within this first part of ancestral healing. I hope it's hitting that heart space and some things are shifting inside of you coming up around this. What what are some ways that this sort of ancestral healing sort of speaks through the body, speaks through our mental, emotional being? One of the ways that we can start to pinpoint ancestral wounds is through a fight or flight, the fight or flight response. And for people that are new to this, this is your part of your nervous system that is connected to your parasympath uh, your sympathetic and your parasympathetic tones. Your parasympathetic is your rest and digest when you're not being activated, when you can recover, when you can relax and let go and release. And the sympathetic is the fight or flight. It's when you're constantly looking for that outside thing that's attacking you, that's that's triggering you, that's activating you, it's keeping you in a stressed state. Both of these states are healthy, right? We need both of them. But the challenge is when we get stuck in one. Most of us are not stuck in the in the rest and digest. <laughs> That would be a very different world. 
most of us are stuck in fight or flight, right? And this is where we can tune into our nervous system and ask ourselves, what is the state of our, are we, do we feel constantly triggered, constantly agitated, constantly stressed, constantly reacting? If we are in a trauma response, we have PTSD, right? and again, that is connected to your ancestral wounds. This is, a, this is in many ways a constant fight or flight response. Right? We haven't healed, haven't integrated, haven't helped our holistic being see that that past event is just a past event and we do not need to be there anymore. We do not need to be being triggered. We don't, have the, don't need to have the emotions, the thought forms. It's reacting in the present moment. Right? And we're constantly looking for the things that have the same tone so let me give an example here. I was about a few years ago, and I've shared this story on the podcast before, but I'll share it here again. A few years ago, I was driving down the highway and I went to overtake a semi-truck, a multi-trailer truck on the, on the highway. Two lanes, started overtaking like you normally do. And about a third of the way of overtaking, I realized that the, the other lane wasn't the same going the same direction it was the opposite direction and i quickly saw that there was oncoming traffic coming towards me so i had quickly had to speed up before colliding into oncoming traffic to overtake the truck and needless to say uh, you know i almost died and i almost crashed the car i had to quickly pull over to the side of the road and i had a very intense trauma response fast forward to the next couple of weeks because i didn't I was on a on a deadline on that drive, so I, I didn't have time to stop and properly regulate. I had to start the car again and keep driving. Because I didn't take the time to regulate, to release the emotions, to experience, to feel the feels, all the things, that trauma response continued. But it continued in multiple different ways. It continued whenever I jumped in the same car. It continued when... There were lights that flashed in my face that were similar to the truck and the oncoming cars. It continued when there were same sounds. All not the same experience, but aspects of the same experience that my body took to protect me. But because I had not integrated, had not healed, had not brought that fracture back into the wholeness, I was now being triggered and in a constant fight or flight response looking for that thing outside of me, in this case, the cars, that was jeopardizing my life. So this is an example, right? And just to be clear here, this isn't just this. If I held onto this and, and for whatever, whatever reason did not integrate this trauma, this is the kind of thing that can be passed on. This is the kind of thing that can be passed on in my ancestral line that my children now, right? And I always quote Mr. Mark Wu Lin, another powerful resource for all of you to look into, a book called It Didn't Start With You. And, and uh, in it, he quotes Mr. Sigmund Freud. And Mr. Sigmund Freud likes to say, what is left undone by the parents is passed on to the children. So what we can start to do, coming back to the fight or flight response, we can look for when we get activated. Are you in a constant fight or flight? Right. Are there some aspects where you are constantly stressed and taxed? Because this is now our sign of the work that we need to do. 
And for me, I ended up integrating and healing that and looking for those same responses. But you can do the same thing. Move out of that trauma response. Keep that past event in the past so it's no longer activating in your present. So now it's just a memory. And this is how you can start to test this. Right When you think back to that memory, are you having a response in that moment? Is your body getting stressed? Are you sweating? Are you having emotions come up? That's how you know that that pain, that trauma is still in that state of in uh, separation, needing to be healed. But if that, if you can go back to that memory, like I can do in this moment, I close my eyes and I experience, I think about that event, I'm neutral. I'm objective. And I'm not having a response anymore. But this is how you can... This is how you can tune in and tap in. All right, let me continue here. And what I want to now explain here, and I've been explaining it throughout this episode, but I'm going to make it even more clear for you. What are some of the things that make up a trauma complex or make up these chains that we're breaking through the ancestral line, through the past life line? What are some of the things that we are moving through? Well, a couple of distinctions we're going to make here. First is unprocessed emotions. So as I said with that, that example I just gave with the car, as I gave with the example with my grandfather, when we experience traumas and events, one of the most common things that gets stored, the body keeps score, right? That goes unprocessed is the emotions that are experienced at the time, that are created at the time. No such thing as a positive, uh, a, a, a bad or a good emotion there is just unprocessed and processed there is just expressed or repressed there's just you, you get the idea acknowledged or unacknowledged unconscious or unconscious so with these emotions these are a part of some of the things we can start to use to start healing the ancestral chains acknowledge what emotions are a part of that complex that need to be expressed and released you don't even need to name it you just need to, again, go back to the acceptance and the awareness to allow it to flow and move through you rather than being identified by it or storing it, ignoring it, suppressing it. We want to express it. We want to release it. We want to allow it so it can move up and out. And just to be very clear here with all these, these things I'm defining that are part of these chains, just to be clear, super clear, these these are a part of you, these elements, but they are not you. You are the powerful observer. You are the witness. You are the spiritual presence, the soul, the, the eternal being that is behind them. The fact that you can experience them, acknowledge them as parts of you shows that. Right? So make that very clear as you're moving through these, these categories here. They are communications. And again, they, they run through you, but they are not you. So keep coming back to that presence, to that observer, that witness, to understand these pieces. So we have the emotions. Right now, there are three different distinctions here of a very similar thing. Right, We have thoughts, we have beliefs, and we have stories. Okay, so let's start with thoughts. Those uh, let me backtrack super quick. With the emotions and these thoughts, stories, and beliefs, these take parts in different energy bodies, right? So I talked about the 
DNA and the genetic energy body. Now we can incorporate our emotional and mental energy body. So the emotions, they, they often resonate in that emotional energy body, probably connected to pieces in the DNA and the genetic, right? You're starting to see how we're holistically connected. Now, these thoughts, beliefs, and stories, these would, these, these would correspond to your mental energy body. Okay, so the first one to define is a thought, right? And a thought, as many of you have experienced, you know, we have 60 up to 100,000, 60,000 to 100,000 thoughts a day by some of the most current research by Deepak Chopra and other powerful minds out there. But the important thing to realize is that, unfortunately, most of the thoughts that we continue to think and hold on to, not only are they not ours, right? Remember, people project, you know, belief systems, religions, cultures, the media, the books we read, the courses we take, the teachers we follow. We're taking on all those thoughts, right? And that connects to the next thing I'm going to explain here. But not only are they most of these thoughts not ours, they are also negative. Most thoughts that we think are negative, and I don't need to, it's probably not a surprise to most of you. But these are also, these thoughts are ancestrally connected. Uh, these thought forms, especially the limiting of kind, the negative of kind, the example I gave to of my grandfather with the scarcity and the money, money thoughts, is they're passed on. So this is why you can notice some of the same thinking patterns in you, in your dad, in your mum, in your family. So we have thoughts and now two derivations of thoughts. We have beliefs and stories. A belief is a thought that we keep thinking. So a more entrenched thought pattern I would define it as. And a story is often I would classify as a complex. So not just thoughts that we keep thinking but thoughts that we keep thinking with also emotions attached to it right so a story you think about a story from your past is it just thoughts there or are there emotions for me there are mostly there are also there are thoughts and emotions so these are examples here so emotions stories beliefs thoughts break these down when you go down you down your ancestral line right because you can heal each of these these components you can release, you can acknowledge, you can reprogram, you can rewrite, you can express, you can integrate. Right? And part of your ancestral healing might be just focusing on the emotional side of things. Part of your ancestral healing might be focusing on the story, the combination. Part of your ancestral healing might be focusing on a specific belief. Right? For example, actually, no, I'll, I'll explain that in a second here just to bring this together. But focus on these components. Right? And when we can separate them, then we can isolate them, then we can narrow our focus, and we can really take big steps into our healing. All right, so I hope that gives you some components and some clearly defined parameters there. And just to be clear, connect these back to those energy bodies too. Right? And you could feel the resonance of these in your field. Right, and focus in. Let's say that you, and I'll share this example and then we'll go into some more specific examples here. But let's say that you are focusing on that belief around scarcity and money, specifically the thought form and the, and the belief itself, the thought that you keep thinking. 
Well, you can focus in on that the mental energy body. Tune into that that energetic field specifically. Set the intention and focus in on it. So now we're getting specialized and specific. All right. So what I'm going to do now is I'm going to give some examples here of types in which all of these things come to play, examples of how all these things come to play. And it's going to combine all the things we've talked about from the energy bodies to the triggers to the to the trauma complexes, the onion layer, the past lives, the karma, the body keeping score, all of it, all the thoughts, beliefs, stories, and emotions. And I'm going to give I'm going to give three here. So the first one is a religious ancestral wound, and for many of us, myself included. This is a big one. And this is, if you haven't done ancestral healing or you've started it, uh, coming to the awareness that this is most likely, if not certainly, a part of your healing, the quicker you come to that realization, the easier it's going to be, right? Because statistically, and, and let me just put this disclaimer as I always do, this is not me bashing religious ideologies and culture. In my opinion, there are beautiful mystical foundations of every single religion that is out there. Unfortunately, there are a lot of man-made components layered on top that cause pain and separation and trauma. Go back and listen to my my interviews and chats with uh, with Heather Tucker, for example, and you'll you can dive deeper into this topic specifically. But religious trauma is a big example here of an ancestral wound that you deserve to be a breaker of chains of, right? So where in your mother line or your father line or even in a past life were you ostracized for your spiritual gifts? Where were you a mystic or a witch or a spiritual practitioner and a religious group, a belief system, a denomination came in and cast you out? Or, or punished you, or made you feel guilty and shameful for your beautiful gifts and abilities. Where, and this one's a big one for me. Where were you disconnected from your source, your power, the God that's inside of you, because of these religious belief structures? Where were you told that that you are unworthy to feel your your power, your divinity, because you're not connecting to some outside source? some outside God on a, on a cloud, some outside temple, some outside church, some outside synagogue, some outside, you know, insert religious, religious element here. Where were you told to not speak your voice? Where were you told to feel guilty and shameful? Where were you told, you know, you get the idea. So this example here, I would ask yourself and sit with this religious trauma. And there's some big inner child elements, right? Most of us in my, my so in my life, for example, a lot of my religious uh, wounds were activated in childhood due to my father's ancestral line and my mother's ancestral line. No judgment on them, just because. It, but that's when it was projected and activated. So you can connect the inner child to this as well. So that's a an area I would dive into if you're looking to start this ancestral healing. The next one here is and i'm gonna and i should have put a trigger warning on the religious piece but i'm gonna put a trigger warning on this and when i say trigger warning 
I don't mean turn this episode off and shut and move away. When I say trigger warning, I say put up your boundaries, listen with your hand on your heart, listen to how you are how you respond, and hold space for those triggers. Don't ignore them. Allow them to move through you. Remember, we want we want to see these pains and these responses as beautiful gifts. As Joseph Campbell says, the the cave that we fear to enter holds the treasures that we seek, and those are your triggers. So the next topic here, trigger warning, is sexual trauma, is sexual abuse, is rape, is is all of the you know I don't need to say this to everyone, right? All of the the horrible elements that happen around sexual abuse, sexual trauma, and this is a big one that's connected to your ancestral healing. Pass down your ancestral line and both your mother line and your father line and something we can dive into with ancestral healing like the religious component statistically you got it and if you got it it's probably holding back parts of your light parts of your voice parts of your expression parts of your sexual energy and your sexual passion and purpose so we can start healing it releasing it acknowledging it loving it forgiving it then now we can truly let go and move on from it, not just for us, but down our ancestral line. And, I, and it's funny to say, I can't believe I haven't mentioned this thus far, but when we become the breaker of chains, I want this to be so clear that it's ringing in your ears. When you become the breaker of chains, when you decide in this example to heal a sexual ancestral wound within your life right now in this moment, you heal forwards and backwards. So like I said before, you stop this from being passed on to your children, but you also heal that that wound in your ancestral line. And I'm going to talk about this in the next episode, but this is why when we when we connect to our guides during ancestral healing, it can be even more powerful because they want you to heal this wound just as much as you want to heal this wound because they most likely experienced it. So when you're tuning into sexual trauma, I would suggest you tune into that sacral space, that sexual uh, energetic area, the womb, the sexual organs. That is where most likely this resonance is holding space through your emotional body, through your mental body, through your DNA and genetic body, right? As we've discussed, and tune in and, and do the beautiful work to release the guilt, release the shame, release the persecution, release that that rape, release that abuse, release that time where you were told as a child to not touch yourself to not masturbate to not express your beautiful sexuality and sensuality because it was evil because it was shameful because it was unworthy right these are all examples of chains down your ancestral line connected to your sexual being right so that's a big one and then finally here another example so we talked about the religious talked about the sexual and then there is physical, physical trauma created down our ancestral line. Often this takes the form of deaths, <laughs> either deaths that someone in your ancestry has faced, your mother line or father line, or deaths that you have faced in past incarnations in your line. As you can imagine, especially the further back you go, many of us, if not all of us, have died in ways that were not pleasant. And many of you have felt something in your physical being that literally feels like you're being stabbed in the back or literally feels like you're being choked, literally feels like you're being hung 
literally feels like you're sinking in the stomach or, you know, I can keep going. But you get the idea. This is now where we can start to release ancestral and past life chains that are connected to physical deaths and physical abuse. You can imagine that these are all going to sort of blend together in some ways too, the sexual, the religious, but these aren't separate categories. They are, they connect in many ways, but honing in on them specifically, then we can start healing and we can start acknowledging, seeing that wound, seeing that time that we were, you know, stabbed in the back by a friend, seeing that time that we were hung for being a witch, seeing that time that we were, we were drowned for our sexual expression, release the wounds the stories, the beliefs, the thoughts, the emotions around these complexes so they can heal you in this moment. They can heal your ancestral line and then you can be the breaker of chains. If you feel me getting passionate, it's because that this is so, so important. And this is not a Harrison doing only a Harrison thing. This is every single person listening to this. You have access to these. Yes, and you might need help, right? That's something very clear I want to make here. If this feels a lot, even if you're taking one step at a time, like I've been suggesting, you don't have to do this alone. This is why people like me exist. This is why hypnotherapists exist. This is why therapists exist. This is why doctors exist. You get the idea. But remember your power here. You don't, you're not judged if you don't become the breaker of chains, but you have the power inside of you to do so if you choose. Each of these if it's religious, if it's sexual, if it's physical, I'm here to tell you, beautiful soul, that you have all of the answers inside of you to break those chains. You just have to be confident, compassion, loving, willing, forgiving enough to take the step that's needed. So with that, that concludes part one of this trauma, uh, ancestral healing, trauma healing becoming the breaker of chains conversation in next part just to give you a little bit of a tidbit and and uh advert here promotion uh next part i'm going to talk about more specifically a lot of the tools that we can use to go deeper into all this remember the acceptance and the awareness of all of it today you, you've probably had a little bit of release just listening to this right so you're already healing but next next episode i'm going to give you more specific actions to take uh, things to dive into and uh, specific tools to move through to help you go deeper into this an- breaker of chains and ancestral healing tools, for example, like the inner child, your dreams, types of meditations, working with guides, your spiritual senses, and more. So tune in for that. Tune in for the next episode. Depending on when you listen to this, it's probably already out. So just stack it up. Keep going if you have the energy. <laughs> But with that, take action on this. Right? Don't just listen to these words. Don't just have a little release on this episode. Know that you're probably listening to this for a reason. So acknowledge that reason. Take action on what you've heard today, whether that's doing more of the work by yourself, whether that's reaching out to me to do this work one-on-one because you want to go deeper and you realize that you deserve the support and the container to do so. Right? But take action. Right. I'm here with any other thoughts, questions, and comments around this. As always, on social, you can send me an email. You can leave it in your reviews. Right, Share this episode out with someone else that you think this could help. Share it with a family member. Right, Maybe a family member that you want to do this ancestral healing with, your mom, your dad, etc. 
And finally, again, I'm here if you need the support. Right? I do this for a living. And the reason I'm so passionate about this is because it's part of what I support people through. But with that beautiful soul, I'm wishing you a wonderful evening, morning, and afternoon wherever you are in the world. I'll catch you next time here on the show, here on the Cosmic Love Antenna. But until then, stay connected. Stay aligned to your purpose and your passions and open up that heart for a true space of love. Bye, everyone. Thank you for listening to the Cosmic Love Antenna podcast. We hope you enjoyed. Be sure to follow Harrison on Instagram, Twitter, and Clubhouse at Harrison Ma. That's Harrison, M-E-A-G-H-E-R. Hi, I'm Mark. And I'm Peter. We're the founders of Electrocast Media, bringing you great podcasts like Nightmare Road Stories, Tech Talk Revolution, and Bodacious Minds. Electrocast networks include Ruby for female empowerment, the best business network, and GPN for geopolitics. We built this company to create community and amplify diverse voices, and we really appreciate your support. So, keep listening to Electrocast Podcasts and hear the culture. Are you a fan of classic cinema or a young person who wants to discover the best films of all time? Do these legendary movies still hold up? On the Generation Film Podcast, two guys who grew up when movies dominated the culture share a great film with a panel of young movie lovers and see how it plays for today's generation. We discuss changes in storytelling, styles, representation, and the making of each film, its initial reception, and how its meaning has changed over the years. Join us as we explore cinema classics across generations on Generation Film. Electric acid. Electric acid.